0: this is your favorite podcaster romina and you just tuned in to rm podcast fl hello my beautiful people and welcome back to rm podcast fl this is your favorite podcaster romina well i hope you're having a tremendous day so far and I want to thank you for tuning in and investing your time to RM Podcast FL from whatever platform you get your podcast um, juice from. I'm just going to call it Podcast Juice because that's when you learn new things every episode, just like what we do here at RM Podcast FL. But. Before we jump into today's episode, you guys, I want you to go ahead and hit subscribe from wherever you're listening to us. And if you are on Apple Podcast, I want you to go ahead and give us a five star and write a short comment and tell us how awesome we are doing. And I also want to go ahead and remind you guys that the first week of new, every new month we have two episodes. So next week it's gonna be March. I can't believe we're already on March and it's 2020. I mean, where did this two months go? But that's a different topic. Anyways, next week, two episodes. Today's, one episode. Got it? Next week, two, today, one. Perfect. So today's guest speaker, um, I would like to call her a badass, if I can, honestly. Yes, I can pass here. Her name is Denise Povernick. She is the CEO of Infinite Solution Consulting, you guys, and she works with high-achieving passionate women CEOs and C-level executives who are ready to create results beyond strategy she is amazing so I got introduced to her a while back and I'm a part of her Facebook group the invisible CEO um, circle which I thought for a second I was like okay this this name is funky right like why why the invisible one but um let me tell you this you guys Once you get to join the group and once you see what she's up to, um, the invisible CEO circle, it's amazing because what she does is she doesn't beat around the bush. She gets straight to the topic. She will tell you what you're not telling her. So let me explain this. Every Friday, she has this hot seat session. Okay. So one Friday, I was like, okay, I'll sign up for it. You know, I have stuff that are bothering me. There is no way I'm just going to flat out say it on public. Well, Um, I didn't have to because she kind of like got it out of me. (laughs) It's very weird. I never had that experience before and I wanted to bring her here, you guys, and actually really talk about what um, energy is about and how can you find your energy alignment to Pathway to Invisibility because there's a lot of coaches out there, a lot of online coaches that do this and do that and then it just, they don't do nothing but denise is amazing we break down today's culture when it comes to online coaching Um, we break down the energy alignment how you can go not one notch like she doesn't go one notch upper she doesn't increase your energy level by one she increases it by like three like there is no smaller steps I don't want to really ruin the episode for you guys. I want to let you guys actually fully listen to it. It's amazing. It's awesome. I'm super excited for this one. So without losing any time, I'm going to go ahead and let you enjoy it. And on the details, you'll find all the information for Denise. So go ahead and reach out to her and sign up for the Invisible CEO Circle on Facebook, you guys. And you can always reach me out and I'll be more than welcome to invite you to the group. So enjoy. So thank you so much, guys, for investing your time and tuning in to our M Podcast FL. Just like I mentioned on the bio, today's guest speaker is Denise Pavernik. Hi, Denise. How are you today? Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful. I am good. Thank you for so much for asking, too, dear. I want to thank you for taking your time and being a part of the podcast. And without losing any time, I want to pass on the mic to you. Uh, tell us a little bit about you, um, how, about young you to today. Let the audience know you better.
1: Okay. Well, That's a loaded question. My name is uh, Denise Povernick. I officially in business go by Denise B. Povernick, and I am the CEO's secret weapon. And I, I've just recently had a shift. I now help entrepreneurs that have been scammed by previous coaches or programs or business opportunities better vet their opportunities so that they can scale their business and grow quicker. So, Go ahead.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, sorry for interrupting. Um, That is something that happens a lot often nowadays with getting scammed online too.
1: Yes, and and the the word scammed, it's not just a a quick bait and switch. Uh, A little bit about my background, I am a trained interrogator Mm -hmm. and investigator in the read technique. I also am a profiler and a closer. I spent many years uh, in financial fraud investigation and other types of investigation. And then I left to have my family. I have five amazing children, four girls, and my youngest is a boy, uh, ages 14 to almost 24. And when I I left my career to raise the family, and during that time I spent about 10 years in sales, selling party light and direct sales. Um, And then in 2009 I decided to – get divorced and I had to reinvent myself because of my financial situation. So I, at that time, was doing a physical transformation. I lost 80 pounds in seven months in one week with no trainer, no gym, no nutritionist. I did all the research and did it all on my own. Um, And I lost that 80 pounds eating real food, real nutrition, no supplements, no dieting. And in and Eight, I started my um, life coaching business, added personal training and nutrition in 2011, and then 2014 partnered with my now partner, life partner, Kervin Desmoulin. We started Inner Strength View, um, where we just bring together all of the mind, body, spirit, so that when you make changes to one, all three get changed so that you stay, that you don't go and cycle back again in old systems. And then when I realized as I was doing this and I was expanding the business and we were growing our business, I really fell in love with entrepreneurs and the entrepreneurial spirit. And it's like what's old is new again. And it took me back to being an investigator. I just went and investigated um, a a wonderful uh, case out in California. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, like in one beautiful moment out in Los Angeles, all the dots, all the pieces of the puzzle just came together. Because what was happening, because I offer such a safe space, when people have questions, they come to me. And I would say to you, when I did my research, uh, it might be as high now as two out of three entrepreneurs online have either been scammed or tricked to believe they needed something that they didn't and spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on programs and services that either are very surface-level basic but sold as expertise, or they just simply don't need them. So that was my journey in a nutshell.
0: That is, um, so I want to focus a little bit. Let's go back <laughs> a little bit where you yes. said, I know that's a lot of information you guys, but trust me, yes. I've connected with Denise for quite some time. And it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a person you definitely want to connect with as well. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to a little bit of your investigation, yes. investigating. Yes. How did you even yes. start in that career? Because that's, that's not a career you just run across every day.
1: Well, it, it's really funny because I, I joke and say it's my family's version of the family business. <laughs> um, growing, growing up, my, my father is a retired Philadelphia police officer uh, and detective. He spent 30 <laughs> years in the Philadelphia Police Department. And my mom, before she got sick, was in banking. So, um, she passed away when I was eighteen. She became terminal when I was thirteen. And just then I was going into college when she passed, I was in my first year. And prior, because another thing I, I forgot to mention is from the age of three, I've been I'm very intuitive uh, in the sense where I can go into what you would call different levels of consciousness, if we're talking energy work or spirituality if you're talking mindset, it would be called, excuse me, if you're, if you're talking mindset, you would call it the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with all of that, I I decided to, while I was in college, I was studying criminal justice because my dad really got me interested in it when I was a teenager. And at the time I was working for the bank that my mom had worked for. Mm-hmm. And The five years that I was in school, because I took a little time off after she passed, um, it really gave me focus and perspective. And just as I graduated, a wonderful opportunity. They started hiring internally, which they have never did before, for an investigation position that I applied like three or four times before I actually got the interview. So I started as a bank investigator.
0: What would be, um, I, mean, I know there were probably like credentials, so we can't, we don't have to mention names or anything, but what would be like an investigation scenario? What, what does that look like for the person that doesn't know what exactly the behinds of it would be?
1: Uh, the, the type of um, investigations that I investigated, so I was an investigator for a bank. So it would, there was a wide range, and this is why I loved it. You know, we would join in if there was a bank robbery. Of course, the FBI uh, would be in charge of the actual investigation because it's a federal crime, but we would have to do our internal investigation to see, you know, what happened, what went on. So we did that. We did bank uh, loan fraud. We did what are called Ponzi schemes, um, and they are, you know, uh, an example of a, a well-known Ponzi scheme was the Bernie Madoff case, where people are investing money to pay the top level people who first came in, and you just got to get wider on the bottom. So it's also known as a pyramid scheme. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also investigated credit card fraud. Debit cards, believe it or not, were just coming out in the early 90s. When I first started my investigation, they didn't even exist yet.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) But So new account fraud, bad checks, counterfeit money, that was all of the type of investigations uh, that were my forte back then.
0: So from that your intuitive um personality comes out a lot too because you have to be on top of it and also you kind of have to connect the dots um yes. even if they're far away from one another. Well,
1: one of the things that I did and and you know with with getting my degree I went to Temple University in Philadelphia. And uh, from coming out of there and then being trained, really, this is an on-the-job type of training that's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was trained in the Reed technique, which is a very famous investigative technique um, from the John Reed School in New York. And I, I liked a lot what they did, but it really just never went with my flow. So what I do, and to this day, is almost like a reverse engineering Mm-hmm. So when I would go into a situation, and, and this is how I help business owners now, right? There, there's not a whole lot of questions that you ask when you go into an investigation initially. So instead of going in, obviously, if I'm being called to go in, something went wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't go in to see what went wrong. I always go in to find out what should be the norm, what should be your normal day or the normal routine you know in that department with those people mm-hmm. because before you before you do an interrogation, you have to do interviews and discovery and so forth, and then, once you get what the norm is, you ask really two simple questions: why did this happen, and who benefits the most? because once you understand why something, the what and the why, what should have happened, what did happen, why did this happen? And then who benefits the most? It really narrows down quickly where to look. And I have people to this day, whether we're talking about nutrition and their eating habits, or we're talking about business and vetting a coach, they are really important questions to ask.
0: So taking back to what you did before to now, uh, as, we, mm-hmm. as you said, like the debit cards just came out in the 90s, it was a new thing. Mm-hmm. And with the technology being more advanced, we have online, we have the World Wide Web where people can mm-hmm. just, you know, promote stuff and not necessarily they're 100% true. So the laws are also changing with scammers online. But tell us a little bit more towards what your focus right now towards helping others that have been scammed by coaches online before because one thing that i run across seems to happen is everybody is an expert and it's like yes. what's your experience like what is your proof and oh i'm an expert trust me i will improve your life coach like tell us a little bit about what you do right now with that
1: okay so w- what happened was i I'm known as the CEO of secret weapon because I can go into potential outcomes, mm-hmm. uh, and it's that's a whole other topic for energy work. It, it would really be too detailed to go right now into this. But you tell me what you want, and you tell me how long you think it's going to take you, and I go and I test the energy for you. And if if that is good energy, because sometimes people get a really good direct hit, then mm-hmm. you're good. But most of the time, people think way too small, and they think way too long, which gives a lot of extra variables to come in and and devour that dream or goal that they have, right? Parkinson's principle says that you will stretch your your doing to the amount of time that you give yourself. So if you think it's going to take three months, but it would only take a month, then you'll stretch it out to three months. And during those extra two months, there's a lot more that can come in and take away your attention. Mm -hmm. So going back to what you just said about people saying they're experts, you know, I've, I've seen that because prior to being online, I also had an, you know, a real person to person business, right? Personal training, nutrition, life coaching. And what I saw in the, even in the personal training world, you know, I call it the dime a dozen. You got to go through a good 12, 20 trainers, just like hairdressers to get a really good one. And Correct. then when you get that good one, you don't want to let go of that. Right. And you want them to stay there. So it's really now the same thing online where it's a dime a dozen because people are creating their own certifications. And you know, I'm really not a, a big fan of there should be um, like a governing board or some type of regulation, but this is what happens when there's not, that people can just do and say whatever it is that they want. Are there good people out there? Yes, but you've really got to learn how to ask the right questions. And, and then when the answers come, you don't take things at surface level, because what is going on in the coaching world, and it's like the housing bubble was back in the, you know, 2008, 2009, right before it popped, that we're getting to the, you know, to the limit now of there's, everybody's a coach, and everybody's an expert, and yes, we all have our genius within them. However, there's a lot of people out there that are selling certifications and, and. Um, certificates saying that people are an expert only after 6 months or or or, or a year maybe of online self study and and most people really don't commit to that. So we have a lot of people who are book experts maybe, but I don't want a book expert. I want someone who has the book smarts but has that real life experience. So as an interrogator, there are certain ways that you can ask questions and there's certain ways that people answer them. Mm -hmm. So what I've designed is whether you're looking for a business coach, you're looking at a coach's program, you also have to look at the coach's staff because do they have the infrastructure to support the number of people they have coming in and the program as they offered it? You know, you have to look at, do they offer, this is big, this is huge. Do they offer a legitimate contract? Because terms and agreements aren't necessarily a contract or a promise to pay isn't necessarily a contract. And there should be a contract for both sides, right? This is what the um, customer and potential business owner is promising that they're going to do as part of being in the program. But there also must be promises and an agreement on the he- beh- the, the coach, right? They have to say, I'm going to provide you X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. and actually come through and do that. And this is what we're finding is that the coaches. Are copying each other's contracts or terms and conditions. People are not allowed to submit their own credit card information and check off the box. So, whoever is doing it on the coaching staff is checking it off for them. So, technically, the clients are not checking off that they've seen the terms and conditions. So, there's a lot of craziness going on in, in that arena because people are duplicating and duplicating and duplicating each other. And then when you get the third or fourth duplication or clone down of the the guru or the coach, they don't know how to troubleshoot the problems that come up because they're not the one who put the, they're not the genius behind the program. Or the other thing that I see in the coaching world is that coaches hire people who never had businesses, have no business experience. They're either straight out of college or straight off of the internet. They sell them as accountability coaches and to answer your business questions. And really, you're getting a watered-down version. If anything, you're not getting the coach that you you actually hired. And again, not only that, but these staff members are so overworked and so underpaid that they're so overwhelmed.
0: So there's
1: a a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a lot on the back end of it because a lot of people – like, um, for example, I follow a page on Facebook, and I follow it just because I literally want to see, like, somebody pretending to make a six-figure business. Um, it's it's pretty sad because I, I know it's a scam, but I just really right. want to see, like, the behinds of what they post and Mm -hmm. um, like how they post stuff. So she promotes herself of having the successful YouTube video of having the successful business, successful podcast. And as a podcaster myself, I know how to see the statistics of another podcast. And I'm like, your podcast is not successful. Like I've, I've heard your interviews. Like it's, it's all like only like, you know, it's, so sometimes I feel like you're, it's all about perception. As everything, well, everything
1: is percept, is awareness, and then the perception is how do you interpret the awareness that you've been given. And what happens is that they're playing on the emotion of the people because you, know, you want the other person on, on the other side of your vi- video saying, yeah, she gets me. She understands where I'm coming from. But that's not the part that should be selling it. It's can you reach out to their clients? Can you really ask the hard questions? Can they answer the hard questions? Do they use circular speak language? And this is all of the stuff that I'm teaching people. I have a a program called the Invincible CEO Elite Program. And I have a group on Facebook that you don't have to be in a paid program with me. How I give back to my community that I serve is that I have this group that you can come in for one year for free, never have to pay for anything. You're part of that group. Yes, I am. And
0: And I love it. I have to say the classes and the info it's.
1: Yeah, we, we, we have so much fun. We really bring quality information even at the unpaid level, because what we talk about is being that breath of fresh air air meaning authenticity, integrity, and respect. Right? So right now that group is really becoming a landing pad for anyone out there who's been burned or scammed or was made to believe that a program was more than it was going to be. And the only one really making money on the program is the coach themselves. And that people are not seeing any return on investment, at the very least paying back what they, you know, getting return on investment of making some profit to pay for the program itself. And how I know this, and maybe sitting there listening to all this going, well, how does she know this? Well, you know, earlier this year, I actually served two different communities. I served the, the, you know, high level five figure, six figure that are just getting their feet wet. Um, and that's really what the Invincible CEO Circle began. It was like those guys who, really want to take that business to a higher level, raising their energy, going into their potentialities. So I'm going to teach them how to do that. And then my other crowd that I serviced was the seven and eight figure CEOs who already have these huge, enormous businesses that I can go in and help them get quicker, faster return on investment by holding the energy and teaching them firsthand how to do this while I'm there. Because if they don't learn how to do it themselves, then the moment that I'm no longer there, it they're going to go back to where they were. It's almost like when people go on a diet, they lose the weight. And then if they stop eating that way, they gain the weight they back. They came right? back, yeah. Right? Because you you were out of the balance in the mind, body, spirit. So my goal when I'm working with those higher level CEOs is to get them those quicker results. So I had one CEO come to me last year and she was doing about $125,000 a launch in her Facebook group, and that—that's not a a, ba- a bad penny to take home. Um, you know, I, I I will say that when they say that you, you do it in a week, that's that's a week of launching, but that's not a week. There was months of preparation leading up to that launch, right? Correct. So she doesn't right, and their staff, and that—that's the other thing. The CEOs are not, and the entrepreneurs are not giving all of the puzzle of the picture. They're saying. Learn how to do my program. Learn how to do my launch. Learn how to do my thing, and they give you seventy-five percent of the formula, but they don't tell you the other twenty-five percent. Which means you're going to get very little return on your investment unless you could figure out what's missing.
0: Well, correct. They're not going to. They're going to try to hold as much as they can too because yes, they don't want to compete want- competition.
1: Exactly. And they want you to level up and buy their more expensive exactly. programs to get
0: secrets, right?
1: So this is where I got all of this knowledge because I work with a lot of these CEOs behind the scenes. Now there are some really good authentic CEOs out there, mm-hmm. but for every one really great authentic one, you probably have 10 that are not. I see. And this is why this vetting process, because you know it, it's no different than making any other big purchase, especially if you are spending you know 500 bucks a month to $5000 a month and you're signing on for 6 months to a year you know that's like that's a car payment and so you got to do the same type of process you would do if you were going to buy a brand new car whether you do it pay in full especially if you do it in pay in full and I will tell anyone out there do not do programs pay in full and that's a whole other uh, you know segment we can do Um, because of the fact you want to have some recourse, Mm -hmm. but what's happening then is that these coaches are not giving the full program and month after month, they're raking in all of this money and and their people are circling and circling because when I was helping them, I also got an opportunity to be a member of their programs Mm -hmm. just so that I could understand how to service them better and to see if I could use something to help my business uh, grow and explode, so going back to the example of of the CEO that I was talking about, so she wanted to do five hundred thousand in one launch. That was her goal and when I said, How long do you think that 's going to take? she said it was like about fifteen months to a year and a half and um, for that because based on the numbers and the the conversion rates and the statistics and buying the Facebook ads and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. so I went into the energy and the potentialities, and I came back and I said, Well, what if we were you know to do it in six months' Of who's going to turn that down, right? Yeah. So, what I do do is I go and I hold this energy. So, I'm going to give you an example of what that means because it's a very conceptual term. So, let's say you, where you are in your business or in your life, we're going to call it energy level four. And to come out of that energy level is the proverbial coming out of your comfort zone, right? So, to get to energy level five, to expand just a little bit, it's going to feel really, really uncomfortable. You're going to have, yeah, it'll feel weird. it feels really weird. So most people don't, they can't stay in that, that weirdness too long because their ego, their conscious mind is designed to keep them safe. And it's going to say, you know, the lion's going to come out and bite your head off or whatever your fear is. <laughs> um, so yeah. And that's a good thing. We want the ego to say, be careful of the lion. We don't want the ego that goes a little, look at the pretty kitty wants to go run up and give it a hug, right? It's designed <laughs> to keep you safe. So it's just doing its job. And, and, we we're very thankful for that, but you know when you're expanding your energy and just going one energy level out is going to feel so uncomfortable and so unfamiliar that unless you're a really big risk taker, because it could be a lot of money's on the line or it could be saying that thing that could get you fired, like it's that level stuff. So just imagine then if what your outcome isn't just one energy ring out, it's three, it's at a level eight and you're at a level four, so you're almost going to have to double. If not quadruple that uneasiness. So, what I do as as a, a ninth degree Reiki master, I come in and I find your outcome and I hold the energy because it's not uneasy to me. I've been doing this my whole life. I didn't realize until I was older that not everybody knows how to do this, but they can do it, but they don't know how. And I go into that potentiality and hold that uneasy energy for you so that you can do the magic that you do and get quicker, better results, because we're really now in an eight level energy, not four. And while I'm there, it's my job to help you to expand to the five, six, seven, and eight, because it's not about the doing. That's logical, left brain, ego, conscious mind. It's all about the allowing and becoming and being, which is subconscious energy spirit. So once you understand how that works, then I'm able to pull back from your environment, and you're able to hold those um, that that level of existence, whether it's personal or business. And while I'm there and I'm in your environment, I will be as the investigator because you can't ever turn that off. Mm-hmm. I look for the holes. I look for the holes in your bucket, and I literally just did a training in our group the other day to identify how do you know that you have holes in your bucket. And this vetting process that I developed that I'm going to be just leashing onto the world at the end of March in Pennsylvania, um, this this vetting process, I've looked at the holes in their buckets. I see where people can ask the right questions, and if they see this happening or they hear these answers, that you're going to get a system where you're going to add up the score. And if the score equals this, it's run in the opposite direction, get the heck out of there, right? If the score is this high-end score, yes, this is a really good program. And as long as those answers are truly authentic, you're in the right place. And then if it's somewhere in the middle, then we're going to give you another step on how you can decide if this really is it for you, right? Because there's a whole aligned selling scale that I created from the zero to 10 and the difference between convincing and conveying and convincing and conveying i never ever want anyone to come into my even my free group that i have to convince to be there that's way too much energy so what's happening is these coaches are convincing convincing saying the right thing you know putting it back one of the big things is they put it back onto the consumer make them feel guilty or make them feel like the opportunity is not going to be there they're pressuring them exactly and i'm going to really just rip everything open so people can see here's how you do a person you vet a person here's how you vet a program here's how you vet their team here's how you vet a speaking engagement because I think another thing that that entrepreneurs may not realize and you can tell I'm very passionate about this is
0: no I'm actually loving all this because I've been I've been a part of the group for quite some time and one thing I have to absolutely say is that there's so much amazing information that I'm actually surprised you're putting it out there at no cost.
1: Well, here's the really cool thing when you are authentic and you are connected, the, the, the information doesn't stop. It just flows and flows and flows and flows. So, never ever do we have a lack mentality in the invincible CEO circle because no matter how much I give, it, the way I have my energy set up, that it's 10, I call it the, the power of 1010 or the law of 1010. Whatever you bring into my energy will duplicate itself 10 times, 10 times, 10 to the 10th power. So if you bring in love and joy and acceptance, you're going to get love, joy, and acceptance 10 times, 10 to the 10th power. But if you bring in sneakiness, you better run because that's what's coming back to you. <laughs> You're going to be pointed answer. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and this is where you don't have to sage your house or surround yourself in white light or any of that, unless, unless you enjoy doing that. And there, there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. because that's called ceremony. And your subconscious learns three ways, through your personal feel in your body, through ceremony and through repetition. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But so if you enjoy your ceremonies, go with the sage, go with the white light. However, once we teach something in the group called set it and forget it. Once you establish who you are in your authenticity and this is the really, if you get anything from today and I'll get back to the other point I was going to make in a second. If you get anything today, when you are authentic and you live you and you step into your genius, knowing that there's going to be critics coming at you and people not understanding, but you will find your tribe. When you are authentic, you have no competition you have no competition because there's so much flow of energy and information coming through you that you're never going to give away too much because it's always going to level you up with it. And that's so powerful. And I see that when these other coaches now are trying to figure out what I'm doing and what I'm going to say next. And I start, I see them to start to offer things that's not in their genius wheelhouse. That's when I know they're scrambling. They show me that they show me that they're scrambling. And it's, it's nice because you're now the standard that everybody is being held to. Now, going back to um, the point where, and what was that point we were talking Because I get so excited about things. We're talking about oh, we the basket
0: that, holes. And- yes,
1: the holes. Yes. We have all <laughs> of so, so I see I was in their, in their streams. I was in their tribes. Um, again, I've worked with multiple multiples. There, there, are some that are known There are some that are unknown. Um, and, and there's, there's good things there, you know, even in, and, and I will say that there are some CEOs that really started out with a good heart. They have a lot of information. It's just that they scale too quickly and they don't have the infrastructure and they refuse to take a step back from making money and launching and launching and launching and launching because they figure they're going to build the infrastructure as they go, but when you're at that high pace to get that kind of people in as staff, that, that again too is like a rare unicorn. It's a rare find to have somebody that's willing to give up the majority of their life for a small amount of pay so that you can grow millions. And that's kind of the other thing we're seeing behind the scene. But with this now, right? So you have to know where your buckets, the holes in your buckets are. The training that I'm going to be offering in March does this. It one, it's because there's two sides to every coin. It's one, it gives the consumer, the entrepreneur, regardless of what it is, whether you're a service, whether you're e-commerce, whether it's a program, and it gives you all the questions to ask the coach, their former clients, their current clients, their former employees, their current employees, right? You. It'll show you how to go find online if they have complaints or or wonderful reviews. And I would always say this if there is a place where a coach could have reviews and they do not and they control the reviews that come in that people can't just put their own reviews without them knowing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a red flag. Right. So for example, true, on, my page, on my page on Facebook, there's a spot where you can go in right now and do your own review. And yeah, I'll get notified, but you can put it on there. And, and that's wonderful that I love the fact that people can go and do that when they're moved in their heart to say that review. And that's wonderful when you're an authentic coach. But if you're not, and you're going to get a lot of people coming at you with negative reviews, you just simply take your review thing down. So that would be like, that's one of the things that we're going to teach people to look for those little subtleties that may not seem to stick out. But I promise you that your subconscious won't miss miss it. But a lot of these coaches If you actually go and just do a little bit of research, either you're going to find the most amazing reviews, which you should contact. You should be able to find those people and contact them and talk to them. And same thing for those clients or or staff members that give negative reviews. Right? So every once in a while, even an authentic coach because you can't please everybody is going to get a review that may not be as flattering And that's something we teach you to do. How do you go to the coach? What kind of questions do you ask them? Now, that's one side of the coin, right? And this is really good for the consumer, the entrepreneur looking to get a service that they're not going to waste their hard-earned money or time. And, And I see this happen all the time. I call it coach hopping. They go in one program, then they hop to another coach, then they hop to another coach. Now, it's one thing if these coaches offer different types of services and programs. That makes sense. But when you're coach hopping, from one to the other, and they're really offering the same type of thing. Either you don't know what you need, or you don't know the right questions to ask because you keep getting uh, promised one thing and, and another delivered. The other side of that coin, because think about what's going to come next once this goes viral, and it will because it's well needed and well over overdone time for it. Is that then if you're going to be a coach yourself because you're in there to learn how to grow your own business? well, you need to have a business that will hold to these questions because they will be brought and you need to answer them now as the coach. So we're going to teach you how to do, how to get the right coaches in and the right programs and the right services. And then when you become that and you offer yours out there, it will automatically be able to upstand and uphold these questions when the new people come in and ask you those same questions. How powerful is that?
0: That would be actually amazing. And as you were you were talking, remember how I mentioned earlier about this life coach that I know it's yeah. a scam, but I just follow it online, yes. just because I I just play around with it on my own, so and I just kind of want to see. And I was just, I just logged back in, and they don't have an option for the reviews. Mhm. Like That's everything a huge that you, rep- and everything that you were saying, I'm just kind of looking over more like the little details and looking at, like, I just felt it was a scheme just because of, like, how some things she would say, but yeah, the more that you say, I'm, like, looking at it from a different lens right now, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. it is, like, it just confirms my, my thing more.
1: <laughs> and I don't know, exactly, and that's those intuitive hits are so powerful, right, they're there, trust them, that's one of the big things that we, that we teach in the Invincible CEO Circle, you, you, pay attention to those intuitive hits because that's the language you spoke before you actually spoke word and understood language, right? It's your native language. We reset you back to factory settings. So, yeah. And, and it and also that,
0: goes back on the research. Like I mentioned earlier, as a podcast, yes. I'll look at the podcast or I'll look at the website and people will pay like Google ads or stuff like that to have their name pop up more. But if you go yes. to like third or fourth page on the Google search, that's when you find a little bit more like articles and everything sometimes.
1: Exactly. And this is the thing that I'll going even back to an investigator. When you try to put numbers in a way to make numbers look good, but they're not, they will eventually out you. So that, that's the thing where you can play around with words, but numbers, you could only do that for a little bit. And then it'll smack you right back. Now I had a case that I worked on, and it was one of my first ones, and it was a kiting case, like flying a kite. Mm-hmm. And what a kite is, and this was back in the day before we had the internet and before we had all the automation. Because even when I was in the in the branches working behind the scenes in the branches, none of the the uh, machines were automated. They were not computerized. They were actually. Uh, Manual machines and we had to call things in over the telephone to put holds on people's accounts. It was very very tedious And so what was really interesting with this kiting case that I was on He had I think it was five six, maybe eight banks Mm -hmm. now a kite with three banks which means there's maybe a hundred dollars but back in the day with the clearing rates of checks and so forth you could play the, the float and you could make it look like there's more money in the account than there really was because this account, you take a check and deposit it over in this account. And then you take a check and you deposit it over in this account and you keep this routine going. And eventually you can inflate the balance because of the clearing rates. As long as this activity doesn't stop, the bank really doesn't know what was in the accounts. Something has to make it stop. So when you get to like eight accounts and eight different banks, that's genius level. Like that is, you got to be on point. You can't miss anything. And this guy, he had probably, gosh, I can't remember how many millions he, not just in one account, he inflated these accounts when everything settled. I think there was like really $2,500 in all of the accounts combined. Mm -hmm. And I think it was close to between 6.5 and $8 million. And he was if he would have taken his genius and put it into something else, there's no doubt in my mind, he would have been a multimillionaire of how brilliantly intelligent he was. And what happened was he got a little backed up one day time-wise. And back then all the banks closed at three o'clock and on his way to the bank, he was supposed to arrive and still have like four minutes to spare, that was really cutting it close. He got a flat tire. And because of that flat tire, he did not get to the bank in time. And everything, all the air came out, all of it came down. That's what's about to happen in the coaching world this year. All that inflation, all that blowing things up, just like the housing market, blowing it up, making it look more than what it is. People are tired of spending their money and their time with promises of building their business and it not happened. So when I was developing my program, I looked at it in the success that I had in other things. And as a personal trainer, because one of the big things that coaches do is they tell you, don't expect results now, do the work, do the work, do the work. And over time, Mm. you'll see the results. And there, there is some truth to that in anything, right? You should see little changes. You should see results every day. Because if you're not just doing, if you're shuffling papers and and creating pretty pictures and memes and, and writing articles, but not doing anything with them, yeah, you're doing a lot of busy work and no results, but a good coach should know when their person is doing busy work and redirect them. As a personal trainer, when you come in, if you work out with me for three months or my partner, Kervin, you're going to get some really great changes in your endurance, in your stamina, in your strength, your body's going to change. But you better believe the very first time you come in, you're going to feel like you worked out. You're going to be sweating. You're going to be breathing heavy. You're going to get those instant results today. And then over time, they compound for the bigger results. So you have to have a coach that is getting you focused on what did you, where is your win today? what, How are you... As I, as I tell everyone in my programs, your decision, every single decision you make, either moves you towards your goal or moves you away from it. And that's where we get them focused right from the very beginning. So the people in my program, we are now starting our fifth week. I, I launch them in pods so that once the, the launch closes, nobody gets added to the pod. You don't have to worry about new people coming in, asking new people questions when you're already a couple months in. And they're five weeks in. And the changes and the results that they are, are getting are amazing. Absolutely amazing. Do you want to share a little bit of your experience you had with the hot seat we did a
0: couple weeks ago? I do, yeah. I do. That's what I was actually thinking about. Uh, so, uh, Dennis does this thing, you guys. Um, it's the hot seat every Friday. And I was, it was last week. yeah, I was last week in it. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a live session where, pretty much uh, it's just something that's bothering you. You talk about it or on my case scenario, you pretend to talk about it until she takes it out of you. (laughs) (laughs) So what I said, uh, it was very vague of what I mentioned and she tapped right into like the actual root of the issue and some of the things that she was saying, which what I will do too, Dennis is we can obviously go ahead and um, the video is to the in the group right yes it's a part yes. of the group okay perfect so yes. for you guys i want to see um what uh, my main concern there is because i try to take care of my family so much as much as i can or try to do a lot of things at once and sometimes like i'm just overwhelming myself with it so then it's pretty much told me to chill the f down and <laughs> 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 yes. everything will work out and also it just excuses that I'm making up on my own head and overwhelming myself and worrying myself when I can spend my energy a lot more efficiently somewhere else and it's been only a week and honestly I've gone back and I've seen that video like probably like seven or eight times to be honest with you
1: <laughs> yes that's very common that's very common
0: <laughs> I've seen it just because I wanted to like you can see my face reaction in there. I was close to crying for a minute just because I felt so silly for worrying myself for something I cannot control instead of spending my energy on something that I can't fully control. You can see it in there. Um, at least I can see that portion. I didn't cry though. Let's just be honest. I cried on the vaccines, but not on the camera.
1: <laughs> but and, and that is that is something big. We that is something big in the program to feel your feels. So we actually bring out the emotion in you. So we'll get you next time, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) But something that I want to say this, because a lot of things that you said, it wasn't even about me, like wasting my energy, but it was just clearing my head out of a lot of issues that, um, or a lot of things that I've been overwhelming myself or pretty much like blaming myself in the past, which necessarily it wasn't my fault. Like I, like I mentioned on the video, like, I feel like I need to help more because when I moved here, I moved here sooner and I'm supposed to take care, take charge. Like a lot of things that I keep blaming myself, which nobody's blaming me, but I'm just making up this stuff and just blaming myself, which gets overwhelmed. And it just takes more negative energy out of it compared to just replacing that with positive energy. Cause that's how you're going to get more results too. And you're not a negative Nancy at the end of the day. Also, yes. sometimes you turn yourself to a negative Nancy.
1: Right, right. And 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 that's the thing with, with the hot seats is really what you got uh, in the hot seat was how I would conduct investigations and interrogations early on where, you know, I wasn't shining that light going, tell me right now. But, oh, you
0: didn't necessarily need to pressure it. Just the way you would yes, ask the questions, yes. it was completely different.
1: Yes. And that's the thing where. There, there's wonderful ways to pull wisdom out of people that they don't even know they have and allow them to have the aha moment. So it's not about me going, oh, look what I got out of you. Mm-hmm. It's more what I love is when you're sitting there and you see someone have that light bulb moment because they pause and they go, oh, oh, oh. And you I know ha- they got you- it.
0: I had that light bulb moment.
1: Yeah. And that's so powerful. And I I mean, if I could just fill my days with giving people those kind of light bulb moments, and I'm hoping that your listeners are getting some of those on here today, that that kind of feel in your body, when you get that light bulb, that aha moment, that's an intuitive hit. That's your subconscious going, pay attention. There's something really, really good and transformative here for you. And that's what we're about
0: so let me ask you this what do you think um or if you can point out the most popular one like because we talked a little bit about the holes in the bucket like what would you think is like the biggest thing that holds people back sometimes from upping their energy even when you're i would say smack them in the face and pat them on the shoulder (laughs) whenever you you tell them that like what would be one of the most common ones that people still stay in the energy level like they were before, or even drop compared to where you, you know, where you saw that were last time you checked with them?
1: Uh, I think the biggest thing that i see, seen, especially in women, is fear
0: of mm-hmm. worthiness,
1: right? I, I call it not enough-itis. And it's really interesting that people come to me, and even, even the guys do, and say, I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not young enough. I'm not old enough. There's always some kind of enough thing. So the very first question that I ask is, okay, if you're not enough and you know this and they they shake their head, they know that they know this, I ask the million dollar question. So tell me what the enough is. What are we comparing to that you're not it? I see. And what do you think the answer is? They don't have one. They don't know. But they know they're not enough of it.
0: Okay, but what are you well, comparing it to? Yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly. So it's either, and and if they do give me something, it's an old story that either they experienced before, which doesn't mean they're it now, because mm-hmm. they're a different person than they were before, or it's been conditioned into them by well-meaning people that it was conditioned into them, you know, play it safe, play it safe. You don't want to, you know, don't, I mean, you know, what's so funny, and I have to laugh at this when I think about it, when I was growing up, you weren't allowed to get, Talk to strangers, and you were not allowed to go into strangers' cars. What do we do today? It's a whole <laughs> business,
0: right? That, thats how. So that's think about how. That's funny you that say is. it because you're not supposed to talk to strangers, strangers or go to strangers' houses. But I used to work door-to-door sales, and so let me tell you, I made a lot of money doing that.
1: Yeah, or getting in their cars because, of course, they're going to you know take you away. But but this is this is the world we live in, and and maybe there was some kind of situation somewhere. But you got to know the source. Yeah. And, you know, it's very funny, too, that, you know, if you take a moment and realize that whatever the fear that it is that you have, unless it's staring you down right now, it's just a figment of your imagination in your head. But if you continue to focus on it, it will become your reality. Because the only person thinking those thoughts about you is you. True. I don't know those thoughts until you tell them to me now for to tell them to me as your coach I help you transform through them but you tell them to the wrong coach and they they hold it against you and this is where I think I joked with you on the hot seat and I joke with everybody you have the right to remain silent right if you go back to the Miranda Uh rights you have the right to remain silent because everything you can will be held against you Well, that's my message to these inauthentic coaches out there because the more they talk, the more they show what they're doing, the more I can see, just like we talked about the review thing today, when someone hides a review or hides something, I don't miss that. Again, remember, I look at a page, what should be here, what's here, what's missing, why is it missing and who does it benefit that those reviews are not on that page, it yeah. benefits the coach. Why would, why would a coach who would get good reviews not have reviews on their page? That would make no sense. So do you see how this process works?
0: So that is very true. And I would like to say I'm, I'm, I'm intuitive whenever it comes to catching stuff. But what yes. I would say my thing is more, it's the way you present X or Y or Z product or yes. your body language.
1: Yes.
0: So for the video that like for going back to that, to that profile, um, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mention the name of the profile. Maybe we'll mention No, we're not going to mention mention names, right? No, no. (laughs) But the reason why is because whenever she would post videos, she like talking about like coaching and stuff, she would never look at the camera. Her eyes would move so frequent from left to right, from left to right. And her body language is very anxious which yeah. often people tend to ignore body language. That's yes. a whole different area of what you try, you know, like how you can read people also. Yes. And, and the thing that I
1: wrote an article um, that's on my blog, of you know, how to tell if someone's lying to you. And you can go to different sites or get different books. But if you really ask a good interrogator, you know, people will say, well, looking up is a sign of truthfulness and looking down is a sign of deceitfulness. But that's not true for everyone because you really have to understand the person's background of who it is Culture, that you're talking where to, where they're
0: grown, how they're exactly.
1: Yep. you know, it was this was this person in an abusive relationship. They're not going to be looking up, even though they they be they're very truthful. They're they're afraid to look up, right? Now that's different than the coach that you're talking about in this video. Yeah. But. I don't want ever, ever for anyone to just read or go to a site and say this means truthfulness and this means deceitfulness. You really got to be in the moment, in the present moment, totally um, there and and watching. And it's funny because, you know, if, if you ever wanted to do and have something fun, where if you gave me a video of you, we could do a thing walking through it and point out all the, you know, here's what this means. Here's what this means. Because we know, and we could do one of you being, you know, giving a a truthful video and then one saying, you know, something that's not your truth. We'll put that disclaimer up there. Right. And we can have fun with that because then you can start to see the difference. And this is the stuff that we really get into. um, Because as you're asking these coaches or their staff or the former clients or the current clients, you know, do do they really stand behind what they're offering? You got to be in the moment when you hear the answer, because it's not just the visuals, it's also the auditory. Does their tone change? Mm -hmm. Does their voice go up? Do they pause? The pause is so powerful. If there is pause, you either have someone who is trying to figure out a different answer, or you have a manipulator. Because I will tell you, silence, as an interrogator, was one of the most powerful tools I ever used to get confessions because it makes people uncomfortable. And the longer quiet that I was, that's a manipulation of the situation, but that's my job as an interrogator is to do that. People don't like it. But I'm not going to give away here how a truthful person responds to it and how a guilty person responds to it. But I will tell you this, and I love this quote. This is not my quote, but I absolutely love it. And I don't know who to give it proper credit to. A guilty mind needs no accuser.
0: Mm. They
1: will tell you what they're doing by what they accuse other people.
0: That is, I love that quote. And something else that I want to add this to, I learned this recently um, the, the eight method and correct me if I'm explaining this wrong, I watch okay. a lot of crime shows and I love like <laughs> the investigation behind it and body language. Like I, 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 I'm just really intrigued of like getting to know people. I love people. So it's mm-hmm. just getting to know. So it, I read somewhere that it says the eighth method. If you ask somebody to tell you a story from the beginning to the end, and then ask somebody to tell you a story from the end to the beginning. If those two don't match, the person is lying. Um,
1: I'm going to disagree with that. Okay. Because now the, the thing that I, there are lots of good things on the shows, the crime shows and so forth, but they do take a huge artistic license and you're never going to get the total depth of something in a TV show because they wouldn't be allowed to. So, um, but when you're telling a story from the beginning to the end, there is, again, you have to take in the person's personality, their style of storytelling, how it is, the consistency of them, how they answer the questions to you. But when you're telling something, from the end to the beginning, it's out of the order of the conscious mind. Now you're getting more into your subconscious and there's gonna be a lot more breaks in there than from the other way. Does that make sense? Because one is told by the conscious mind who's used to linear progression and now you're taking linear progression away even though it's reverse uh, linear digression the mind's not used to thinking that way. So it's either going to remember more things because it's coming out of its natural state of being, or it's going to re- tell you less things because there's a nervousness and now you're being put on the spot. Does that make sense?
0: I see. Okay. I, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. it's, it's, um, it goes back to also knowing the person and everything else. So it's not the Always. same rule. It's not the same rule applies for everyone. And that's the thing, like as an interrogator,
1: even if we're doing a discovery interview, when you go in, depending on what type of person that you might be going into, just a very uh, calm, normal type of, you know, hi, how are you? Or you could be walking into somebody who's already agitated, even if they haven't talked to anyone else yet. You got about two minutes to do what we call a baseline. And there's just certain conversations. And even for example, when my clients walk into my gym and i meet them at the door and say hey how are you how are you feeling i'm baselining them because mm-hmm. do how they respond do they respond to what their body language is telling me and you know the nice thing that when when you do what i do people just automatically are honest with you because they know that you're going to see through it anyway and i need to i need to know because when when we say to people hey how are you what's normal hey i mean how how you doing today what's your
0: answer? Oh, I'm good.
1: Right. But what does that mean? Good is so hyperbolic. It is such a vague word, but there's a, you understood between people when you say good because, and unless we want to learn more, then we're going to, we'll probe a little further, but usually that's enough of an answer to stop you from, from asking more questions. Right. And that's what happens when we're vetting coaches or programs or situations that, the answer will be given what you're expecting to hear so you go no further with it, especially if that's the answer you were looking for. And there's that kind of dance that goes.
0: Now, um, let's focus a little bit because you did mention the gym and also you are a professional trainer and you started yes. your journey about 10 years ago, If uh, um, if and correct me if I'm mistaken. Uh, as a personal trainer, yes. I've always
1: been some type of athlete playing sports I grew up in Philly played my my grandfather taught me how to play uh, basketball he played uh, professional basketball for Philadelphia long before they were the Philadelphia 76ers so I played basketball and soccer and softball uh, but not to the level that the kids do these days and they never played at a college level mm-hmm. um, so I have some and and you know I, I knew the ins and outs of a gym um, so it wasn't just me you know, just starting new from nothing. Though I will say the one thing I did do back in 2009 that I'd never done before is I never really ran outside of playing a sport. So it would never be more than running up and down the basketball court or soccer field or even softball around the bases. And I decided to go from couch potato to 10 miles in two months. So like the potential that you have really all depends and it wasn't doing a program it was just paying attention to what my body would allow me to do so yeah back in 2009ish is when the big transformation came into being
0: how has i would say your your uh, mind body spirit triangle of energy have improved or have changed since the transition and uh, you started <laughs> It's funny you say from a potato couch to <laughs> to yeah, yeah, couch potato. Yep. But well, how has that I'm changed? Because you have all these three big things now uh, in synchronization with one another. Well, it, it even goes back a little bit
1: further before the weight loss. It goes back to two thousand seven, and two thousand seven is the last time I've been sick. I have not been sick since March of two thousand seven. I remember it was March because we were taking my daughter, who's going to be twenty four. We were taking her uh, and her friend and and, and friend's mom. We were going down, we had a shore house in Rehoboth, Delaware. And I ended up with a high fever that weekend and basically stayed in bed while my friend took the girls and and did their thing, uh, because I had strep throat. So I come home and I get a prescription. That was the last time I took an antibiotic. That's the last time I took a prescription. Um, Don't need over-the-counter stuff, nothing. Don't get sniffles, no stomach bugs, no, no flu, not, have not had a day off sick. Super sick. jealous.
0: Cause <laughs> I get sick often.
1: <laughs> the, you know, getting into food and nutrition and, and I may not eat picture perfect and my weight has fluctuated in the last 10 years, went from going all the way down to compete as a bodybuilder and there's pictures online. And right now I have to say the last three years, the the, the focus on me in the gym has kind of waned a little bit. So now I'm back into going through losing that weight that I put on because I've been so much behind the scene, and behind the computers. So it's sort of like, if you don't pay attention, even someone at my level can have that backslide, right? So this is why you want to stay in that awareness. Um, but, There's something powerful about eating real food. Real food, your body was designed to eat real food as nature intended it. It is not meant to process processed food, food with chemicals, food in cans. You know, so if it's in a bag, if it's in a can, they're not your best choice. So we have a program called No Brainer Nutrition. And what we do there is we design one-of-a-kind nutrition programs, these are not diets, (laughs) excuse me, these are not diets, these are nutrition programs where you eat five to six meals a day, and we again, once again, reset your body back to factory settings so that it can learn again how to pull nutrients it needs out of the food that you're giving it. And because of that, because we use real food, We do not use supplements. We do not use shakes. We do not use vitamins because your body, if it doesn't know how to absorb this from the food that you're eating and you're taking all these extra supplements, you are really creating expensive urine because you will get rid of all of those nutrients you think you're taking in. And the majority of those things don't have what they say anyway. Again, a whole other uh, scam going on. But your body doesn't store nutrients. It takes what it needs when it needs it to process and, and have your body function the way that it does. So the more you go back to real foods as nature intended it, then it learns to pull those nutrients. And at the end of the day, we have our clients take a multivitamin. Because whatever wasn't pulled at the end, at, by the end of the day from the food that they ate And in the beginning, that multivitamin is really important because there's going to be more being pulled from it, and we have it at nighttime as the body goes into replenish and repair mode. And then by the end of by the morning, whatever's not needed is let go. This is how. This is why we rather have our clients spend money on better quality food than spend it on supplements that they do not need. Especially once you get your body back to factory settings, it doesn't have to work as hard. It's like a furnace. And that's why we do those five to six meals a day. They're not huge meals, but they're nutritious meals. And our clients have amazing results. The average client loses about 30 fat pounds in three months eating five to six meals a day while putting on muscle and getting in better shape. Not only that, but they sleep better. The amount of water that they're drinking, their hair gets thicker, their skin gets clearer, they wake up without an alarm. You need less sleep. I can go about five, five and a half hours is all I need now of sleep, and so it's just very
0: go it's, ahead. it's <laughs> very like everything that we were saying. And it, mm-hmm. it's so true. So a little background. I am Albanian, yes. And we used to have gardens. And I talked to, about this with my friends here. Like we legit had gardens so we eat like healthy food, we would grow our own food. It wouldn't be processed or it would be, you know, like yes. hormone food. Like all this food here, like I feel like they don't even taste the same. Like I literally no. go back to Albania and yes. eat green salad from my, my grandma's yes. garden. Like, we have to wash it three, four times to get the dirt out, but it tastes so good. So good. And I want to go back to, like, the synchronization of mind-body-spirit. That is so true because we – I don't know if I've talked to you about this in details before, but I quit my job because I was stressed out. I was eating unhealthy food. I was taking anxiety medication. Yes. Um, I was sleeping two hours three hours a day my hair my hair actually like i recently felt Mm -hmm. like even to my hair i felt the change i've Mm -hmm. been feeling the change on my mindset on my body overall and like just on my energy level so much more so whoever like if you once you reach this perfect synchronization of all three of them it is so true like if somebody tells you something like you're doing this wrong It's or somebody tries to put you down, you're so much stronger in yourself too. Yes, absolutely.
1: And you know what's really important is whether you're building a business or you're connecting to yourself, you have to have a strong foundation. And when you're taking care of you, this is what I learned in my initial journey when I lost that 80 pounds and was doing all the running and and working out. The more I took care of myself, the less BS I put up with from other people. Mm. And a lo- And I know this is a big fear that as you go in your journey and you better yourself and you're raising your vibration and you're expanding your energy, there will be what I call the energy vampires that aren't ready to change yet. And it doesn't mean that they're, they're bad people, but they're fearful. They don't want you to change because they've assigned you a role and you're not allowed to change that role but because it's easier for them to pull you back down than it is to pull themselves up. A lot of relationships will end. Sometimes it's work relationships. Sometimes it's personal relationships. Sometimes, unfortunately, or fortunately, it's family relationships because when you make yourself and you are always, when people say to you, what are you the center of the universe? And my answer is yes, I am the center of my universe because myself, my body, me is where all my energy you it's like a drop in the water and those rings that go out send out your energy and bring back to you because if you think about the ocean and the waves it's an ebb and a flow and bring back to you just as new waves are going out new old waves are coming back with a you're a magnet and you're bringing to you who you are not what you want so you have to become what you want and then send that out and then match up to that, not who you are now. And that's when I say I go into your potentiality. So if you say by the end of this year, you want to be a million dollars in revenue, I go meet million dollar revenue you and I hold on to that like a pit bull. And I will not let that go until you tell me you no longer want that. Because I can hold that energy and bring you those situations so that you can work the magic that you work so that you can get those a lot quicker. Going back to that coach. That I said, how about six months? We actually did 425,000 together in three. That's amazing. And she did her magic and she created new magic. And then it expanded and it expanded and it expanded. And just because your conscious mind is always going to come in and say, no, that can't be done. Well, let me tell you, I love doing things that people that tell me it can't be done. They told me I couldn't lose <laughs> that 80 pounds in seven months in one week. And the reason why it was seven months in one week from, it was December 29th to August 8th. August 8th is my birthday. And it was my 40th birthday back in 2009. So this last year I turned 50, I'm 50 years old. And again, so much energy, loving life, amazing business, the most amazing people come to me because when, and the moment though that I step out of my, in, I become inauthentic, if I step out of my authenticity and become inauthentic, then it it feels, I can feel like the the energy just sucking in and, and crumbling. And so if people were to ask me, why did I step back now? And as I said to you, I rearranged what my business was at the end of last year. I stepped away temporarily from the seven and eight figure CEOs because instead of trying to weed out there who is the authentic and inauthentic. I thought, why don't I work with this other group over here Mm -hmm. and have them be my next round of seven and eight figure CEOs. Let me help those people who are at five and six level, give them the safe place to land. And then when you're there, if you're interested and you really do want to grow your business, because one of the things that I'm very famous for, if I'm not the person for you, I will let you know that and I will help you find the people that are. So you, you can never come to me to help you with your accounting and your taxes. That is just, <laughs> that is, I'd rather go get my teeth pulled. I have the best accountant in the world. I love her dearly. She's in my programs. Um, and I will refer her out to the high heavens. Uh, a shout out to Tina Pittman. She is wonderful. So you will never come to me. But if you come to me as, a, as an entrepreneur and say, Denise, I need a really good tax accountant, no worries. And if I am referring you, you better believe they are authentic. They're going to deliver. They're going to over deliver and you're never going to be happier, and that's the kind of network that we're, that's the kind of network I've always surrounded with me before I came into the online space, and now it's the network we're creating in the Invincible CEO Circle.
0: And I honestly want to thank you for sharing everything, because you can just see the, um, the, the, I'm trying to find the um, English word for it. I'm having yes. a, an Albanian moment, but the direct <laughs> okay. and the very, like the true core that you just say it, how it is. Um, yeah. You're not going to BS to somebody. Yes, we can cuss on my podcast. It's fine. you are not okay. going to BS somebody just to gain a business. You're just going to say no. it how it is before, because if I cannot help you, I'm not going to take your money and take your time and your energy no. towards you investing in something else. And I know, so besides the, um, the Facebook page, tell us a little bit also about your mastermind and where can people find you? Because I'm sure a lot of people would love and be interested more to connect and actually get to be a part of your circle. Where can people yes. connect with you? Okay,
1: there's a couple places that you can connect with me. So let's start with the business aspect of it and the energy aspect of it. If you're interested in learning more, I have a website, www.denisebpovernick.com. And that will get you, you can sign up for a consult. You can learn more about the Invincible CEO. Uh, I do have, in addition to the Invincible CEO Circle group on Facebook, I do have a, a business page, Denise B. Pavernik, the CEO's secret weapon. I do have some events coming up at the end of March, March 26th and 27th in Exton, PA, Pennsylvania. It's about 45 minutes west of Philadelphia. I'm a Philly, Philly girl. Uh, we're going to do a two-day intensive, where I'm going to, for the very first time, pr- uh, just teach and and give the whole vetting process. Day one is going to be how to vet the opportunities, the coaches, and so forth, and day two is how to create your program so it can be vetted and stand the test. We are offering a uh, also a VIP package for that. And those people would get a third day. They actually come the day before the event on the 25th. We only have seven spots for that to have already been taken um, because I want to keep it small and intimate. And they actually get that one-on-one time with me as a small group. We're going to take a limo ride. We're going to go out to a beautiful dinner, come back for a small group session. And then I'm going to have some alone time one-on-one with the seven people that are there. So that's all happening March 25th, 26th, 27th. In uh, Pennsylvania, if there's information on my CEO Secret Weapon page on Facebook. I don't think I have it on my website yet, but there's definitely information in the Invincible CEO Circle. Uh, And then the other thing we're going to do is the week following that in the circle itself for those people who want to work with me in my program. Now, what makes my program different? It's a group program, but it's a group program with four different levels and what makes the levels so that people never have to worry about me trying to upsell them to something bigger when you come into my program you pick the level that you want to work whether it's just the group and then the other three levels is how much one-on-one time you get with me each week so that you and I both have to feel comfortable with what you're picking because i have to make sure that your your schedule your abilities where you are will match that and i will never ask you to go up a level But what ends up happening is that the people in my programs come to me and say, I think I'm ready for more, but we still have to have that discussion with each other to make sure that it is in alignment with with both of us. Um, So that launch is going to happen March 31st and April 1st. So if you want to be in the next pod uh, of of people starting, that will launch then and the program begins around the 15th of April. And then one last thing, we have just general information because we're still putting the info behind the scenes we're doing a rest relaxation and roi retreat and we're going to keep that one small also it's looking like it's going to be somewhere at the beach to be announced most likely in florida haven't totally found the spot yet i know that's coming up most likely the second week in june again we just have some general information on that By the time we meet in March, I will have all of the details to be able to share with everybody. So those guys will get the details first, and then we'll be announcing online. So there there are just some things that are coming uh, when I tell you. Oh, and I forgot to mention in March, in person, we have two amazing guest speakers uh, that will be speaking at that event besides myself. So we are just going to have so much fun. And I've been to some other coaches' events and have been highly disappointed. Because being in party light, they really took good care of us. And they treated us like royalty, regardless what level we were. So when I tell you this event is going to blow away the normal um, way that coaches do their events, the, the people are just going to be treated like the amazing people that they are. I can't wait for them to share the experiences that they have with everyone.
0: Absolutely. And then uh, I'll attach all the information too. So for my audience, yes. um, if you're yes. just listening to this, while you're doing chores or while you're driving, um, just tap, tap along and you'll take you directly to the websites where you can also register. And I want to hear more about the R&R too. Yay, Florida. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been to Philly before. Philly, it it is a little bit further, but I might try to come on March depending on how my schedule, because I'm, I will be actually, you said 20.
1: The, the If you're coming for the general general admission, it's it's Thursday and Friday, the 26th and 27th. And if you want to do the VIP, it would be the 25th, 26th, 27th. We do have a hotel block that starts for everybody on the 25th at, through that Saturday or Sunday. Um, and we are having the event in the hotel that I have the ho- held, held the whole, t- okay, I can speak hotel block. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hotel block. <laughs> there you go.
0: Oh um, so, yeah. And and then uh, 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 we said the R and R would be second week of June.
1: Most likely, uh yes. We're we're working on some dates. So, awesome. so somewhere in that vicinity, yeah.
0: So if you guys weren't paying attention again, we just mentioned the dates again, so Hello.
1: Yes, <laughs> said, yes. and I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you all those links if you want to share them. I'll send them over to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely share them along um, on the podcast details, as well as if you guys go to www.rmpodcastfl.com, you would be able to find all the information too, just like we post the details with every podcast episode that we have. Denise, I feel like we covered so many great, amazing things. I mean We
1: did. Like I said, I, I could speak forever. I'm just so passionate about what I'm doing. You can the definitely tell.
0: That, it's like a contact yeah. point of passion.
1: Yes. Uh the the wonderful people that show up uh and just are asking to be part of what we're doing. So, you know, we're a wonderful community. We have our arms wide open. So, you know, if you're listening. And you've been in in a situation, even if it wasn't online, but it was in person. Uh, and you're looking for guidance for your business. Please join us over in the Invincible CEO Circle. This is not a community where you come and you can moan and groan and complain. Uh, we are here to grow and move forward. You do you can come and have events if you're having a bad day, but this isn't about you know bashing any programs or anything like that. This is really about having you move forward fearlessly getting the results that you should have gotten a long time
0: ago absolutely it's about empowering each other and helping to get to the next level yes yes absolutely so denise i know we mentioned where can people find you i'm pretty sure all my audience gets a very good grasp of how awesome you are and why they should connect with you And I don't know if there's anything else before we jump to the final question, which we always know is the final question. (laughs) I don't know if there's (laughs) anything else that you would like to add to the audience or maybe a question that I missed out I didn't ask you.
1: You know, uh, I just want to thank you for this wonderful opportunity to be able to come here and to share what we have going on. I'm thrilled to have you in the community. I love the fact that you just jumped right in there in that hot seat that day. (laughs) Um, so that, I wanted to just take this opportunity to thank you and for all your listeners taking their time out to listen, you know, what we had to say here today.
0: Perfect. And my, all my awesome audience, we're ready for the final question. Okay. I did a a little drum roll. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what is your definition of success?
1: My definition of success is just being happy and complete. You no know, yeah, it's I do what I do, and I do it from a state of joy because my creation, because I don't know how anything's ever going to be received, but in the moment that I create it and that it flows through me, is such happy and joy and completeness that if I hand it out there and it gets smacked down, that's okay. but if what you're doing isn't isn't showing you the happiness that's already within you, then why are you doing it right so that, that is, for me, success is to not only for me to experience my happy and joy, but there's nothing more exciting to help other people to get to theirs, because it's no fun if you're the happy, joyous person and everybody's grumpy <laughs> around you, right? So my success, and, and, I, and I love a quote that um, Jim Carrey gave. He, he had this wonderful speech he gave at graduation a couple years back. And he deemed what he does, the the church of freedom from concern. So what he makes people laugh and they, they their concerns just kind of melt away, even temporarily. Mm-hmm. So for me, I really took that to heart and thought, you know, how can I help people see their happiness and joy And that when I am able to stay in mine and help others connect to theirs, that's successful.
0: And that is so true, though, because you need to find your inner happiness and your inner completion. Because not things, sometimes people feel like they have to put a facade and make you look like they're happy on the outside yes. and they're miserable on the inside. And let me tell you, that's, that sucks. I've been there. <laughs> so once you're happy and complete on the inside, it's kind of like whatever comes like everything, you know, it's yeah, like, that, I don't care. I'm going to handle it. No matter what, I'm, I'm happy on myself.
1: Everything is figure outable. Everything. So you might as well just be happy.
0: Oh my goodness. I love that that answer. Thank you. I actually okay. wrote it wrote it down. I'm going to put it on the sticky note. I've tried to get like pick up from each, each guest. I yes. try to pick up something different. And this is yes. them that I wrote it on sticky note and I'm going to put it on my board here.
1: <laughs> Wonderful.
0: Awesome. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Denise, for taking your time Thank and being you. a part of the podcast. And for you, my listeners, if you want to listen to awesome episodes just like this one, make sure to tune in every Tuesday on RM Podcast FL on all major podcast platforms <laughs> or wherever you get your podcast juice from. Have a good one.